In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 16th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons, the 2017 group. That'll be going up to New England to face the Patriots in a much-anticipated Super Bowl rematch. We're going to title this episode, The Falcons Can't Back Down Episode. They gave up a season-high 138 yards against the, new, against the Dolphins last week. And once you do that, once teams see they're going to run on you, or they can run on you, you're going to see it until you get it stopped. So this is The Falcons Can't Back Down Episode in honor of the late, great Tom Petty. Five things we're going to look at here today. The run defense, the great Tom Brady, locals with the Patriots, and the Patriots defense, which is god-awful, and a couple of the moves the Falcons made yesterday on their off day. The run defense is going to definitely get tested. Coach Bill Belichick likes to make his game plans, uh, you know, specific for each team. You know, that was something that Algie Crumpler, the former Falcons tight end, pointed out to us when he was working with the media. Uh, he played up there for Bilicek and, uh, you know, said he'll do that. So just going back to the last two times the Falcons played in the regular season, the run game was very important in both of those games. 2013, LeGarrette Blunt and Stephen Ridley gashed the Falcons up there for uh, – 134 yards, uh, September the 29th, 2013. 30-23 win. The last time the Falcons went to, or no, that was at the Georgia Dome, sorry. But they went up to New England in uh, 2009. And the great Fred Taylor ran for 105 yards against the Falcons in a 26-10 victory. So if Belichick compounds you, he will. And he'll try to do it here against the Falcons. And, uh, you know, the Falcons are saying, hey, they were out of their gaps. But when you're out of your gaps, that's because you are getting blocked. We saw some of the video here this morning on NFL Network where Joe Volano was getting pushed out of his hole. And um, we also had... uh, Deion Jones getting blocked. So the A-gap was very important. Miami attacked it. The um, Falcons are going to see that now until they get it stopped. But we got a little bit here from Vic Beasley, and we'll listen to him right now talk about some of the defense's issues and facing Tom Brady. Because he's accomplished a lot of things in his career, and I understand that he's going to give us his best shot 
every team is his best shot. Vic, how's the um, mindset of the defense after the meeting today as y'all continue to grow and move forward? It's good. We understand that it's a long season, and we got to make the corrections that we uh, messed up on yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we can't uh, allow that to have a layover on us because we're going into New England to play a pretty good bunch of, uh, bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Well, the one guy, uh, guy uh, uh, Neil and Allen were talking about people being in their gaps. That's something you all can fix? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of... Uh, Guys that got out their gaps, we had a couple of uh, ME's, uh, mental errors there. But those things that we can correct, and we try to correct those uh, going into this week. You just said chip on your shoulder. Man. Well, there you have it. Vic Beasley discussing some of the Falcons' issues headed into New England and faced the great Tom Brady. Tom Brady's off to another great start at age 40. He's uh, The one stat that jumps out is his uh, – 13 touchdowns and two interceptions. He has uh, Brandon Cooks over there. Uh, Rob Gunkrowski is back to tight end, and, you know, they're throwing the ball vertically down the field. So uh, the Falcons better be ready for that. Uh, you know, they probably don't need to do it as much, but, yeah, the, Tom Brady's off to another great start, and a 13 and 2 are the key numbers for him. Locals with the Patriots, we have Shaq Mason, David Andrews, and Malcolm Mitchell. Couple Georgia Tech, one Georgia Tech guy and two Georgia guys. Shaq Mason played at Columbia Central in Tennessee. Uh, helped, he was one of those you know, great blockers in Georgia Tech's run, run uh, option offense, and uh, that translated to the pros. And uh, David Andrews is. Uh, Center from Georgia and Wesleyan High out in Gwinnett County. And uh, he's off to a great start in his career also. Mitchell injured his knee, uh, you know, and uh, he's going to have to rehab that. Mike Malcolm Mitchell from Valdosta. He was a Super Bowl starter, and that was a tough break for him. He was off to a good career. Uh, you know, Tom Brady had confidence in him. You could see it, you know, see that relationship growing. But he will, um, you know, has to – rehab that knee and uh, come back, get his career back on track. He was off to a great start in the NFL. The Patriots' defense has just been awful. They've given up 309 yards passing, which is last in the league, Uh, total yards 412, which is last in the league, and 28.7 points, uh, which is 28th in the league. So I think Offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian should not have a problem this week in figuring out how to get Julio Jones open. Everybody else in the league has been able to get open against these guys, so should be a uh, soft sell for the Falcons against this uh, leaky pass defense. I know they signed Stephon Gilmore in the offseason to help out back there, uh, but um, – Things just haven't gotten off to a good start up there. Just probably want to stay away from Malcolm Mitchell. Uh, And there should be some, uh, I'm sorry, not Malcolm Mitchell, Malcolm Butler, the fine cornerback from South Alabama who had the big Super Bowl catch. Stay away from him and you're probably in pretty good shape. So, um, and I know Matt Ryan's, uh, you know, upset at his receivers, but he's not going to say too much, you know, Four of his six interceptions have been bad tips or drops. So, uh, you know, you can, uh, you know, chronicle that as we move forward. Just a couple Falcons moves on the practice squad here. This is our fifth thing today. 
Uh, we started with the run defense and the came back down mentality they must have. The great Tom Brady, the locals with the Patriots, and the Patriots defense, which is off to a bad start. And the Falcon moves that they made. They brought Brian Hill back, the running back, a fifth-round pick from Wyoming. He's back to the practice squad. They signed Joe Ivey, a former seventh-round pick by Dallas. Big defensive tackle. He's 6'3", 300 out of Florida. And Garrett Grayson, quarterback from Colorado State, who was a third-round pick by the New Orleans Saints and once thought to be the potential heir apparent to Drew Brees. Of course, that hasn't worked out for him, and now he's on the Falcons' practice squad. To make room for those guys, the Falcons had already moved Marvin Hall up to the 53-man roster. They had uh, to release kicker Mike Meyer and then quarterback Trevor Knight. He uh, was released or signed to the um, assigned to the practice squad uh, injured reserve. Before we close, let's hear a little bit from Devondre Campbell, who have a very big assignment this week. I'm trying to guard Rob Gronkowski, the Patriots' big tight end. You know, the Falcons struggled against Buffalo's Charles Clay and will have to do a much better job on Sunday covering the tight end. What, what did y'all figure out what happened yesterday in the second half? We just didn't play well enough. It was just that simple. We just got to finish games better, and we're going to do it. We just, we just got to keep getting better. Uh, um, what happened on your play there where you came free and uh, looked like you, you know, that was a good-looking play at going at Cutler off of the rush? Um, I think they, they just they called me the free guy and kind of slid the protection the other way. Um, I wasn't expecting to come free, but, you know, it was it was a good play at a good time in the game. Um, in uh, New England, you all uh, facing Rob Gronkowski will be some of the challenges for, for the defense. I know y'all have different people in different zones for him and so forth. He's a good football player, a big guy, a uh, matchup nightmare. But I think we match up well against him. I personally think I match up well against him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Y'all in a good place after that. Y'all got to put that one behind y'all. How are y'all going to you know, try yeah, to It's over with. Mm-hmm. Once that clock hits zero. It was over with. Ain't nothing we can do about it. Only thing we can do is make the corrections and move on. All right. Hey, thanks, Devondre. Take care. Falcons linebacker Devondre Campbell, one of the young young players on the team that could probably, uh, you know, develop into a Pro Bowl player. He's an awesome talent, awesome kid. Fun watching him play. They might have to give him a bigger role in the defense as they move forward here. We're going to wrap it up here for the 16th edition, 16th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you know about the Falcons or need to know about the Falcons. Really like to thank all of you all that have been downloading and subscribing to it. We're already the second largest podcast at the AJC behind that breakdown series, which has been out there for three uh, years. So I appreciate you all stopping by. Again, this is uh, the week the Falcons came back down.
The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.